0: welcome to the happy and healthy podcast i'm your host amy lang and this podcast is dedicated to my fellow women in stem after working in high tech for 10 years in 2004 i became the proud owner of pacific heights health club in san francisco where I worked with thousands of clients over the span of 15 plus years to help them reach their health and wellness goals. Now I'm sharing what I've learned about what works as well as what doesn't work when it comes to making healthy habits stick. So if you wanna find out what it takes to achieve lasting weight loss, to create deep health, and feel empowered to live the life you want. You're in the right place. Episode number 218. Well, hi there, Amy here. Thank you so much for joining me today. And welcome to part seven of my 10-part series, taking you behind the scenes of the making of Thoughts or Habits 2, my best selling book that's now available on Amazon. So, again, this is part seven of a 10 part series. So, if you haven't listened to parts one through six, I want you to go back and start at the beginning because we are building. And since so many people are binge listening to this podcast, I'm not going to actually go through a recap that's boring and frustrating for those folks. All right. So go back to part one. The episodes are pretty short and it's definitely going to be worth your time and effort. So now in part seven, I'm going to walk you through the joyful eating framework. And I really want to give here a shout out to Mel Abraham. So he's actually in the Next Level Coaching Program with James Wedmore. And he is like the king of frameworks. Okay, this is really the focus of chapter five. There's kind of a lead up to it, but really the framework itself, you actually see in chapter five. And the thing that I love about frameworks is they help us capture and organize some pretty complicated concepts and they allow us to organize and really simplify them without oversimplifying. Okay, So when I talk about the joyful eating framework there are four pillars and then within each of those pillars there are habits and practices. So the four pillars are love, Nourish, trust, and gratitude. So when you think about a home, I'm not talking about a house. I'm talking about a home. What would you expect to find? So let's start with love, right? A home has that feeling of love and belonging. That feeling of you're safe right? You're good enough already. So when I talk about the practices around love, self-love, we talk about acceptance, we talk about boundaries, and we talk about compassion. Those would be practices. So when I talk about love, right? We're coming from this place of where you cherish your life. You cherish your body, your health, and your talents, As opposed to disparaging your body. As opposed to telling yourself like, I hate the way I look in pictures. So the second pillar is about nourish, right? Nourishing your mind and your body and your soul. And so when you think of nourishment, I want you to think about the habits and the practices that really move you away from abusing to caring for your brain and body. So abusing would be things like not getting enough sleep. It would be about eating foods, for example, that you know really aren't good for your body. Like when you think about... Your pet, if you have a pet. I'm a pet parent now, right? Or you think about your kids. Think about anyone that you love. If you knew that there was a particular food that would hurt them, like if you're allergic to peanuts or if someone were allergic to peanuts and you love that person, would you let them eat foods that had peanuts? Right. That's kind of a really clear extreme example, but it drives the point home. So when I talk about nourishing, again, I want you to think instead of abusing, we want to be caring for. The third pillar is trust. And this is really all about listening to our body, right? Trusting that it knows there's an inner wisdom. And when I talk about joyful eating and I talk about watching my younger sister when she was first born and she was breastfeeding, right? Oh, my mom was breastfeeding her. How she understood when she was hungry and she understood when she was full. And moms respect that. When the baby's hungry, they have a distinct cry. When they're done eating, they're done, <laughs> right? It's it's stuff that we actually sort of learn Later on in life that we basically need to unlearn in some respects. So when we talk about trusting, we're talking about honoring what our body is telling us instead of ignoring it. And this idea of listening to our body also applies to our emotions. So emotions are really trying to get us to take action if we're really listening to what it's telling us it's it's really helping us understand what direction we want to take what actions we want to take so when we learn how to tune into those emotions to l- when we learn how to process them then it's not about numbing or avoiding our feelings with food and alcohol it's about learning how to sit with our emotions right trusting In ourselves and our ability to be able to handle them, asking for help when it's needed, and then really being able to take action, right, that aligns with our needs. So if you're tired, you would rest as an example, okay? And then the last pillar is gratitude. So you can think about it. As like when I talked about the home, having a roof over your head. So when I talk about gratitude and you think about, for example, the relationship you have with your body, you think about exercise. If you're coming from a place of self-loathing, exercise is almost like punishing your body, right? How many times have I heard, having owned the health club for 15 plus years, that exercise is torture? Or I hate exercise, but I like the feeling like I've achieved something, right? I did something hard. Hmm, okay, but what if we came at exercise more from a place of like appreciating all that your body can do for you, all that it does for us, and really like the miracle of the human body, all that it's able to do. Like if you could marvel at your Brain and your body, and the muscles, and how they work together. To f- you know, the neurons firing to get you to be able to lift your arm, <laughs> right? It's amazing what the human body can do. So, that's the joyful eating framework. And when I talk about like gratitude, we're talking about the ability to reflect and to reframe our thoughts and our interpretations and ultimately to be able to reclaim, right? To to feel empowered to take action. So in the book, there is a questionnaire and this questionnaire will actually help you figure out like what practices and what habits that you're going to want to focus on first, And when you go through this whole book, again, you're going to realize that even though I talk about rediscovering joyful eating, it's really not about the food. It's not about the food or exercise or sleep or really any other habit. Instead, it's really about creating a healthy relationship with food and with movement and with our bodies and with yourself, right? So again, I want your why to be coming from a place of self-love so that what follows can actually look more like you're truly falling in love with the process, all right? So if you're ready to buy the book, Go to thoughtsarehabits 2com And if you're still on the fence, then send me an email, amy at moxie-club.com. And I'll make sure that you get a copy of the free excerpt. So in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about the Joyful Eating Roadmap. I'm actually going to walk you through it. So you're definitely going to want to listen to the next episode. All right. I'm going to wrap up this one with a quote by James Clear, author of Atomic Habits. When you fall in love with the process rather than the product, you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to be happy. You can be satisfied anytime your system is running. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed this episode, by all means, hit that subscribe button now. And if you're ready to get started, visit my website, thoughtsorhabits2.com, and order your copy of the book today. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic